Well, welcome back to another episode of Crosstalk. Super glad that you have joined us uh, today, this Wednesday evening, or whenever you're listening or watching uh, this episode. Uh, you will know that this month we are in our second part uh, of the uh, series as we've been looking at Salvation Army 101. Uh, last week we had uh, Eddie Hobgood, Colonel Eddie Hobgood on uh, with us, and we were talking about the history of the Salvation Army. This week we're going to talk about a little bit about um, the theology of the Salvation Army and why, how that plays into why we do what we do and, and what we do. Uh, and of course, again, never do this by myself. So super excited to have uh, the uh, my guest with me today, uh, Major Rick Raymer, or as I know you, Uncle Rick. Yeah. Amen. How are you? <laughs> it, it's good to be here today with you. It's good to see you. You look good. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, uh, I'm getting, as you know, it's more and more. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to catch I you with the, with the gray in my beard. Yeah. Yeah. These are all, this is the kids. It, <laughs> it, 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 you know, so, it just means you're, you're coming into wisdom, you know, <laughs> that's, I just need the wisdom to come now with it. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. But we'll so just lean on God's wisdom. Tell- Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so tell the audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, uh, all that stuff. Okay. I, uh, I am first and foremost, a child of God. And, uh, Amen. I am madly, I mean, madly in love with Jesus Christ and all that he did for us upon the cross. I, I, since the last time you and I, I did a podcast, I have retired I am a retired Salvation Army officer, uh, and my last appointment was the Territorial Spiritual Life Development Department, and I have a wonderful history in the Salvation Army. I am a fourth-generation Salvationist, uh, and with uh, many of my relatives, like you, who are officers in the Salvation Army. Uh, I was born and reared in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and uh, felt called to the ministry as a young boy, and not just to the ministry, but to the Salvation Army in particular. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a beautiful bride, uh, Brenda Raymer, who ha- who is not retired. She's still working. Uh, someone's got to bring that paycheck in, right? Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, I can't tell you enough about her. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for her. We have three wonderful children, uh, amazing children, Joshua, who lives in Tulsa, uh, Christopher, along with his wife, and three beautiful, wonderful grandchildren, our officers in the Greensboro, North Carolina uh, Corps. And uh, our finale was Sarah Marie. I'm so glad God gave me a girl. Uh, and uh, she and her husband, Manny, live in Dallas, Texas. And uh, uh, she worked for the Salvation Army uh, ARC Command, and and uh, Manny works for the United Methodist Church in Dallas. And uh, I could go on, but uh, I I'm excited about what God is doing in our army, and I can't wait to see what He's going to do in the future. So when when Amen Amen, thank yeah. you for all that. So when I was thinking through. Uh, who I wanted to do which and, and what guests you you were first and foremost 
on my mind with um, mm. talking about our theology and all that. And, and in part, uh, because, because of the way you live it out in every day, but also uh, just because I know you wouldn't say this, so I will. Uh, if you are so interested in reading, uh, uh, Uncle Rick also has a book, uh, Living Holiness Out Loud. Uh, go check it out. It's a great read. Um, but but that's kind of, uh, so you've, you've thought through a lot of a specifically holiness so yeah. let's 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 go right into the holiness part of the Salvation Army and our doctrine and our theology. The holiness, where does that come from? Uh, why holiness? How has that shaped who we are? Right. Yeah. Um, well, where it comes from is the Word of God. Uh, God was holy, uh, and He wants and commands really us to be holy. Uh, as his children, uh, and unfortunately, in the Salvation Army, we we don't we don't really do a real good job at telling our people about holiness. We get them saved, and uh, and they think, well, that's it. No, there's more to being saved. Uh, you know, we uh, Leviticus 19:1 says, "The Lord also said to Moses, give the following instruction to the entire community of Israel: You must be holy." Because I, the Lord, your God, am holy. That's also for us because then in in 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16 says, so prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but Mm -hmm. now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. When I read that, I realize that holiness is not an option. It's something we need to be, uh, and gosh, I, I, I am so grateful to God that He says He's not going to tell us to do something that we can't do, and so He wants us to be holy. As salvationists, we are a holiness movement. Amen. Yeah. And so, its people need to be holy, uh, and I mean. I'll stop there. <laughs> no, no. So it, 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 absolutely. We see throughout scripture, this call to holiness, right? And I even think of like second Chronicles uh, seven fourteen, where it talks about if my people, which are called by name, my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forget their sins and heal their land, right? And that's a call to holiness that, that if you move to this holiness, I will be able to use you in a deep way, right? And we know, obviously, out of scripture, um, last week we talked about the founders a little bit with William and Catherine Booth, and knowing that William was a Methodist evangelist, and Methodists have a have a, uh, a big emphasis on holiness, one of the uh, I mean, that out of all many of the other denominations and traditions in Christianity, that is a huge part of the Methodist movement, which, of course, we are born out of. 
and so that holiness piece of, yeah, it's riddled throughout scripture. Yeah. Uh, but we have taken that piece and really kind of drilled down on it and said, this is, I mean, even to the point where our, the table that we have at the front of the chapel says holiness unto the Lord. Right. And that's our holiness table where we go yeah. down and, and kneel and pray at that as well. Um, and so so if that if that is the case, right, that holiness is such a big deal to us. How, how do you think that theology of holiness has affected um, us throughout history, the Salvation Army throughout history and even today? Yeah, well, I, it it has everything to do with it you know when 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 we go to the street to 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 see the homeless and to get them into our shelters we do that in such a way i mean we're able to do that because of our holiness okay um i i i found a quote uh, that uh, charles wesley said uh it says holiness he said holiness is commonly defined as being separate or set apart God is holy, that he is set apart from everything that is not God. I love that. And God's people must be holy by being set apart from sin. Holiness, according to this definition, is separateness that entails moral purity. And when you and I, as salvationists, uh, do what we do in our social services, when we do it right, it's because of our holiness. If, if we don't have that holiness within us, yeah. we're going to treat people in a different way. But because of holiness, we treat them as, as equal. We treat them as, as God's, either if they don't know him, as God's future children. And we mm. want to be used of God to be able to bring them into a right relationship with him. Uh, and so it affects everything that we do. Uh, and and I, I strive in all that I do to let people know of this holiness that God wants us to, to walk in and to live in. And, and that also brings me to something else. That's how you keep holiness, okay? It, it's when you walk in the spirit, when you yeah. walk in the Lord, you're able to rise above anything that Satan throws our way. Amen. 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 I, I, I think through, because the church is the bride of Christ, right? So we, yeah. we are, and I think through my wedding day, uh, and I think through how, you know, I got dressed and as the bride, I got dressed or not the bride, as the groom, <laughs> I got dressed, ready to go and all that. But I remember the meticulous detail mm. that my amazing wife now, uh, fiance then went through in the right dress and the right hair and everything being just right and the right makeup and all of that. And I compare that to holiness in the sense of um, when I'm presented as the bride of Christ before Christ, there should be some intentionality behind the way, the way I not only look, but behind that, the way I live and am, uh, and it's even deeper than than the example that I just gave, right? Because I yeah. can't produce holiness in me. Christ has to help bring that out of me, yeah, uh, or, or or even pour that into me. Um, and so it is that is as intentional as I can be with my outward appearance. The inside matters so much more to God. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we see that in scripture where Jesus talks about, you know, clean the inside of the cup. Why are you so worried about the outside? Clean the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that purification uh, and the holiness that, that so much, it isn't about so often it's that the duck test. If it looks like a duck, it sounds like a duck, walks <laughs> like it's a duck. But in, in Christianity, the outside appearance isn't always, is rarely what matters the most. Right. 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 It's, it's that inward change, that holiness uh, change. And, and I, I, I don't know why uh, God would choose to save me, one. Mm, amen. Second, I don't know why God would then choose to sanctify me. Yeah. And, and and allow me to have part of his character, like not, yeah. not his divinity, right. not omniscience and omnipresence, but his mo moral character to have that yeah. uh, as well. And then I don't know why he would choose to engage me in the salvation of the world. It it yeah. it makes no sense to me. I, I, I talked about we talked about this last week, me and Colonel Eddie about the early salvationists and even the disciples, all these people that were chosen for the, the yeah. riffraff, man, like that's just who they are. And that's who I am. That's who we are. We're the people that no one would choose first, right. uh, but God chooses and then sanctifies that. I think that's a powerful testimony. to who oh, God with, Yeah. Without a doubt. I, I think it's um, uh, amazing to me that the, that God would take someone like me, you know, yeah. someone who was a, who was running from God and, 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 and a drug addict, an alcoholic, uh, right. who had nothing to do with God. Sometimes, um, as I look back at it, I, I, I felt like a little bit like Paul, you know, and when, when God, when God changed me, he changed him completely from the inside out. And, and now that he's done that for me, uh, and and I have grown in him since then. Uh, how I'll be out in in I'll be out at the store, and and I'll 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 say hello to someone, and they'll say hello. I say, how are you doing today? And I'll just get a conversation going. And you know what? Many of them say to me, "You must be a pastor." Are you <laughs> a pastor? Uh, and that doesn't for that's that's because of the holiness in me. It, it, it just comes out. People, people see that because of what happened, what is happening on the inside. And yeah. it's a daily thing. Yeah. I wake up every morning. There's rarely a time that I wake up in the morning. First, I say, good morning, Father. I do mm -hmm. it. And I got a smile on my face when mm -hmm. that happens. But then, then I say, create in me a clean heart, oh God, Amen. and renew a right spirit within me. I say Amen. it every morning. And that, and he does that. And then I say, Lord, use me. Use yeah. me. Uh, all of it's a part of holiness. I would, I don't think I'd be doing this if it wasn't for holiness in my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, and gosh, he is so good to us, isn't he, Jonathan? Amen. Amen. I, I, because we're family and I know a lot, uh, because we're family, yeah. it's, it's, I've heard these stories. I've heard you talk about before Christ, who you were, yeah. but you were already grafted in the Christ, but into Christ by the time I came around. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. And so yeah. I, I, 
it when you talk about it, and this just shows the power of Christ. When you talk about it, it's to me, it's like you're talking about a completely I don't know this person. <laughs> exactly. If uh, Brenda knew me, this person. If Brenda knew me, the old me, she would have never given me two cents. Uh, yeah. no, I mean, never. But she saw the new me. And yeah. uh, and God gave her to me. And I tell you, our life has been wonderful ever since. Amen. But it's also wrapped up in this holy living. And we want everyone to live this holy life that, that God says that we can be this side of heaven. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I, I love the, the Phillips paraphrase of Hebrews 12, 14. It says, let it be your ambition to live at peace with all men and to achieve holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Mm-hmm. And last week, you and you and Colonel Hobgood uh, uh, brought, I don't know which one of you brought it up, but uh, William Booth's ambition uh, when he came before the king and he got to write in, in his book, uh, he, he, he got to sign it. And, and he summed up his life, life's work with these words, your majesty, he wrote. Some men's ambition is art. Some men's ambition is fame. Some men's ambition is gold. My ambition is the souls of men. And I believe when we live a holy life, we will have a strong desire to win the loss for Jesus. If you're not wanting to win people to Christ, check out your holiness. Yeah. When you're walking in holiness, you, everyone you see, do they know the Lord? You know, maybe I can talk with them about Jesus. You know, you want to do that. It's a desire. It's burning within you when you're living a life of holiness. I believe that. Amen. And so I, I love to, because as you describe it, I know some of our listeners maybe are thinking through, well, that's nice. Uh, but this is the thing I love. Like, that's nice for you. I, I can't get there. This is the thing I love about uh, scripture as you read scripture. And even it's put in, into our doctrine, the 10th doctrine of the salvation. Right. It says, it yeah. is the privilege of all believers, all believers yes, <laughs> to be wholly sanctified, right? Yeah. That yep. anyone can, it's not that you and I are special. We're, we're not outside right. of our creator. That's right. Um, it's so for that's, the whoever. <laughs> yeah, whoever will. Yeah. So so you, you've turned, so talking about holiness, we've been talking about that for a while. Let's turn a little uh, because I like this. Um, I, I like the thought of the holiness that, that I've never thought of this way, uh, quite the way you just expressed it. Uh, but I appreciate the the holiness that really has driven our our zeal for evangelism, our zeal for um, the world for God. The the I Christ in me in my community is enough to transform my community. Um, talk, let's talk about that that theology. How does that play out? What does that look like? And I think that. That has a lot to do with the fact of why we're over in over 130 countries at this point and such rapid growth yeah, from 1865 right. up to like 1940s just exploded all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry, I just lost all my train of thought. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good a host I am. I yeah, mess up my right. train of thought. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't imagine, okay, um, living this life that God has called us to yeah. with holiness. Yeah. Um, and, and I know in my own life, and you know, when we, we come before the, the throne room of God and at the altar or, or at the side of your bed, wherever it, ha- it may have been driving down the street and you ask Christ to come into your life, the Holy Spirit also comes in at that moment. Right. Uh, but, but if you leave it there and you don't seek it, okay, you don't seek this holiness, then, then you've missed the whole point. Uh, of Christ bringing you, of Christ bringing you into His His realm, you know, into into His world, which yeah. He so wants us to be. When He put us in the garden, you know, that it was the way it was supposed to be. But then we lost that purity and happiness because we took of something that God said, "Don't do." And yeah. all men, all men have become sinners since then. Uh, and so we have to, we have to be able, and, and thank God, thank God. He sent Jesus. Amen. He sent Amen. Jesus to die upon the cross so we can come back into that fellowship with him. And a part of that fellowship is living this life of holiness, living because, and as salvationists, especially because we're, we're, we're a holiness movement. Yeah. If the people aren't living holiness, then we're gonna we're gonna miss out on so many other blessings that God wants to give us, uh, and you see it in places where it's where it's spot on. You know, this core is just there. I mean, not just the core officer, but everyone in the core. They're spot on. I, yeah. I came to your core, okay, and I got a sense of your people and you and how everything was in sync. Y'all are spot on. You are doing what Mm. God has called you to do. And you're doing it by living his, his, uh, his character within your community in every area. Uh, And look at what God is, is doing in their shelter alone. Uh, with uh, I mean, I don't know if Joe's still running that, but I mean, people were becoming saved all the Amen. time, and uh, that's that's because of holiness as well. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week we had eleven at the altar, uh, <laughs> many of which coming from our center of hope, and and that's not to again, that's not a look look at no 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 that's no, that's, that's, a right. that's look at God. I can't produce that. <laughs> yeah, Amen. you know, yeah. I can't. God, only God does that. So it's it's good stuff uh, for sure. And um, yeah, God God is moving and blessing. And and I love that holiness. When we talk about it, it isn't just the individual. As, as you talk, it's the corporate us together. Yeah, the body of Christ uh, is so much better when we are all holy together. Yeah, um, amen. And and moving in the direction that God has called us to. Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty there, uh, but super excited uh, to to have the conversation and 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 grateful um, to the emphasis that that the Salvation Army has placed on on holiness and how that has affected us. Uh, grateful for Uncle Rick uh, joining me. I wonder if you wouldn't mind doing me one last favor and closing us in prayer. I would be honored to do that. Let's pray. Oh, Father. (laughs) 
strengthen our faith. Yeah. Strengthen our faith. Forgive us our sins, please. Yeah. But that we may be clean and made complete in you. Yeah. Make us brave, Lord, so that when the 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 fiery temptations of Satan comes our way, that we can rise above it. And Lord, we can do that in our holy walk with you. Satan can throw anything at us and we can rise above it. And Lord, I thank you for this ministry, this, this podcast that goes out every week, Lord. And I pray that your anointing will be all over it. Yes. I pray, Father, that it will reach people and, and, and people will be saved as a result of it, be drawn to Christ, and that your kingdom will just grow as a result of it. Mm. I pray for Jonathan and Amanda and their family that you will continue to use them in a mighty way in the Augusta area. Yeah. I pray that their core will just continue to grow, not, yeah. not only in numerical, but Father, spiritually, as, yeah. as Jonathan and Amanda lead them, as they are the spiritual head in that community for the Salvation Army. And so, Lord, I lay it all at your feet, and I pray, Father, that you will just, that just bring, that your Holy Spirit will just be seen in all that we do. Yeah. And, Lord, we want you to be honored and and, and glorified through it all. Thank you for your holiness. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your holiness. Mm. May we live it out in all that we do. For we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining me today. Uh, thank you to the audience for, for, for listening and being a part of it. Of course, uh, we are grateful uh, and enjoy getting to do this every week. It's a lot yeah. of fun. So yeah. it's good stuff. If you are so inclined, there is literally a Salvation Army everywhere around the world. Look <laughs> us up, get involved, get engaged. We're a church, but we're a mission. Amen. Uh, and, and that's what we want to be doing. So thank you all again. And may you have a blessed rest of your day. God bless everyone. Yeah. Amen. Amen.